I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome along. It's My Mate Bought a Toaster. My name's Tom Price. My name's Samantha Bay. Do you want to do the intro? Because I do the intro every time. Come on, you do an intro. You can do it. He, over to you. Come on. From the just, beginning? Yeah, just do what you like. Do what you like. Are you going to edit in you saying this? Saying all this bit? No, no, no. I'll take it out. We'll go. We'll just do it normally. Go on. Hello, welcome to My Mate Bought a Toaster. My name is Samantha Baines. His name is Tom Price. Hello! Sometimes he does it without me. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I have. I'm forced to because I... I'm a very busy lady. But now I'm in charge because I'm doing the intro. Yay! That's why I didn't want you to do the intro. (laughs) Because I thought you might run with it and it would be stressing. Okay, yeah, it stressed me out now. Do you want me to do it again? Yeah, no, it's fine. You just carry on. Do you want me to do another one without that? Still not the idea of you being in charge. No, no, go on, go on, crack on. Hello, welcome to my mate board. Oh my God, it's the third one. Him, Tom Price, and my brilliant special guest comedian, Matt Green. Hello. Hey. Amazing scenes. We are joined by Matt Green. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? All right, thanks. Yeah. Now, um, this has happened on this show a few times, Samantha Baines, and when I've had people on who, I mean, it happened to be very successful and eminent stand-up comics. I didn't know eminent is the right word. <laughs> is eminent any, the right word? I'm not sure any stand-up has ever been eminent. Eminent? Are you going for the first meaning, which is famous and respected within a particular sphere? Yeah, I am. Or second meaning of present to a notable degree? I'm going to take all of the eminence. Okay. I'm having every single eminent. Whenever well, I'm present, I'm always to a notable degree. Exactly. People note it. Matt People directed me yeah, in I did. a show. Oh, show a few years back. That? So, what show was what show? In a Joe Ball show, Joe Ball, Jasper Cromwell Jones show. Of course, yeah. all right, we all know Matt Green. <laughs> can get over it. All right, guys, so, um, Matt, are you an avid Amazoner? Yeah, uh, yes, I am, yeah, I think I am. I mean, I, partly because I I read a lot, and for me, Amazon still means books. I know for most people it means everything. It's still, I mean, it, I do buy a lot of other stuff on it now, but yeah. I think I've had an Amazon account for a long time, and so yeah. for me, books have always been the kind of the, the starting point with it. And because I, I have a Kindle, which I read loads of stuff on, yeah. I get loads of stuff from Amazon. All right, so uh, Matt Green, let's go back to 1999. You are, what, 20 years old? 20, I think, yeah, 2021, not sure, yeah, 20. At Cambridge University? Yes. Yeah. Smart man, big Fancy. brain. Fancy pants. And of course, uh, anyone at Cambridge University has to read Understanding Martin Amis, which I'm not sure is possible to... Uh, is that understanding him, the per- the slightly annoying man, or understanding well, his writing? Th- very much his writing. It was... Uh, I was doing a dis- I was doing English, uh, and my one of my dissertations I chose to do on Martin Amis mm-hmm. and Nabokov, and <laughs> basically because basically I kind of want... I fancy doing something a bit more modern... And I really like Martin Amis. And it turns out that when you're writing a dissertation, you've got to have loads of kind of secondary sources, you know, people who've written about those people before. For the footnotes, love. It's all about the footnotes. Yeah, and the problem was no one really had written about Martin Amis apart from people kind of writing reviews of him in in newspapers or whatever. And so I I very quickly realised that I had a bit of a problem on the kind of sourcing material. And this was the only book I could find 
that anyone had written about him specifically. It's only published in America. I remember this. Right. Um, it's an American academic. And that's why I went to Amazon. It, it, it was my first Amazon purchase because I think, because I was at Cambridge University, which has a pretty big library, uh, but, yeah. but I couldn't <laughs> find it in there. It didn't have it. Wow. Which, um, which meant it wasn't ever published. Because it has, the UL in Cambridge has like every book ever published. I was going to say. In, in the UK, I think. But it didn't have every book published uh. ever in the world. And so... I think I probably could have got it if I'd really tried, but I kind of... You did really try. You went on Amazon in the 90s. Yeah, That's exactly. That's really trying. I remember, you see, because I, I was thinking about this and thinking, why didn't I order more from Amazon? Because I remember ordering loads of books online because I had the internet in my room, which was quite rare. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I had like yeah. a, I had a room which had internet access, which was pretty un- unusual. Mm. And I was thinking, why didn't, why isn't, why are none of these books coming up on my? And then I realised it's because I ordered them all from a different company, which was Bol.com. Oh, remember Bol.com? What? Are you too young? Are you both too young for Bol.com? Maybe. Yeah. Ah. Finally, a thing I'm too young for. Finally. Uh, well, BooksOnline.com. Oh. Uh, and uh, I think they were kind of the big competitor. Well, I'm pretty. I, I know. Well, I remember them being the big competitor of Amazon. And I ordered everything from Bol.com because it was cheaper than Amazon. Wow. But I then, th- I don't, haven't done the research, research, but I reckon they maybe got bought by Amazon at some point or That's think put Bez- out of business. Jeff Bezos is still really, like when Jeff Bezos is flying to his new house on the moon, he'll be like, screw <laughs> you, Bol.com. I bet, I bet they are. I'd be fascinated to know what's happened to Bol.com. I bet they just, you know, got swallowed up by Amazon at some Have point. Have a look, Sam Baines. Sam Baines has got access to the internet, much yeah. like your room at uni in the 90s. Mm-hmm. We've caught it's up. probably a little bit quicker than the access well, was you know. then. But bol.com. Let's have a look. Oh, I think it's some sort of German site. <laughs> oh. oh no, it's gone oh. bad. Bol.com is the leading web shop in the Netherlands for oh, books, right. toys, and electronics. All oh, right, oh. maybe still the same. According to research in, uh, published in 2015, it is the strongest retail brand with the highest expected growth in the Netherlands. I wow. bet they've changed it. I bet that's a different company that bought the name. Ball.com, Skoll. The company was founded on the 30th of March in 1999. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it was then. Stamp, stamp. Maybe they just moved out of the English market. Then. They went and hid in the Netherlands. It's yeah, the yeah. smart thing to do. Interesting. Okay, all right, let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, so you got your book on Martin Amos in yes. 1999. And then in 2000, five orders placed in the year 2000. Okay. Quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you've bought the Slim Shady LP by Eminem and Eminem. Yeah. Eminem. Eminem. He's good, isn't he, Eminem? It was very good. And I think I, I've i always been quite into pop, sort of popular rap, yeah. stuff that kind of breaks through the consciousness of, of white middle class person. I mean, that is it, isn't it? That's you basically... Yeah. And then I love it. And Eminem, I used to... I really loved Eminem, um, the first two or three albums in particular, because I just thought, found him so sort of exciting and the language was amazing and the, the rapping was really brilliant. Um, but then I've sort of... I, I think at the time, because I didn't know anything about it, I'd sort of tried to buy other rap albums and some of them didn't really appeal to me I couldn't I didn't know any who really liked it as well so I kind of just yeah. drifted off into stuff that wasn't as good and yeah. you know those artists who break through the genre and yeah. you suddenly go oh this whole genre of music that I basically ignore now I'm suddenly oh right yeah this is amazing I'm just Imagining you in your room in Cambridge on Bowl.com listening to I'm Slim Shitty, you're Slim Shitty, or you're the Slim Shitty. Just imitating, yeah. Um, no, well, the thing is, I think by then I'd moved. I, then, then I'd left. You know, I've got a very clear image in my head of when I bought that, and it was when I was living in London. So December 2000, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd moved to London September 2000, I think, or yeah. August. So we were in, um, we lived over in East London. Um, right. For about a year in so, a sort of new sort of flat thing. Right. Okay. We, we lived in this completely brand skip. new. We lived in a skip. Yeah, we lived um. in a skip. We lived in a brand new development because and it was quite cheap because it was so far out of town. Basically, yeah. you had to get a bus to get to the nearest tube station, and there was nothing around it. There was, you know, it wasn't like oh well, there are a few shops around the corner. There was literally nothing. And and that year as well, I remember um, 
there's a sort of ordering online thing. I can't remember if it was Amazon or Bowl or one of those sites. I ordered all of my Christmas presents that year from that site. I felt really like futuristic and cool. Yeah. The problem was we had a concierge office place at that at that place, but it wasn't open very often. So they all got delivered to that concierge and then it shut for, for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so like I had to tell all my like all my family basically. Yeah, I have bought you presents, but they're all in the concierge's office. Right now, there's a concierge having a lovely Christmas Until day. Until like five, you know, the fifth of January or something. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty tedious. Uh, that was the thing, though, wasn't it? Putting the uh, putting the logistics under pressure when yeah. people were buying stuff off the internet before the days of there being at least forty vans a second exactly, yeah. driving around. It was an unusual thing back in two thousand. You know, not many people ordered everything online, and, yeah. and you know, I was a fairly early adopter of that. And before the days when they would just leave things under your doormat, yeah. which they do now, even if the package is massive, and so your yeah. door Format's just sitting on the top of a <laughs> huge box. My neighbour got something the other day. I think it was like pet food or something, and it was delivered. And it had this big sort of signs on it saying like "frozen must not be kept uh, anything other than freezing temperature." Just left it on the doorstep oh. all day. You know, yeah. In the we, searing summer yeah, heat, we got back and we're like, "No, I think that's probably off." Now. <laughs> um, so, Matt, looking at your Amazon purchase history, loads of books. You yeah. can see this, Sam. Look yeah. at this guy's a this guy's a reader. Um, how to be good, Nick Hornby. We got ourselves a reader. Um, what else have we got here? Walter. Mosley, Atonement, Ian McEwan, one of my favourite books. Yeah, big, my, big fan. In my top three of that book, fantastic. This is all in 2001. Um, August 2001, and you can see your amount of impeccable taste. You bought Survivor by Destiny's Child. Hello. Mm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, I yeah. think that was, yeah. you know, at the yeah. time, and still, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've always stand been... Stand by that, of, stand by it. I do stand by it. I think it's a, it's a top pop album. Are you going to link good. this to your Eminem purchase? I think it's a similar thing. It was probably yeah. that thing of, like, you know pop that broke through to me as somebody who doesn't really listen to music very much it's like oh mm. no that song it was it was um independent independent women was the big mm. big hit on that wasn't well it? you are an independent woman you, right? yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah also yeah. everybody spoke to me 14th of may 2001 you bought dido no angel what a oh what a man you are man. I'm you're 90, a real man's man i'm 95 percent sure that was for my wife sure but, sure sure uh, sure sure sure, sure. Yeah, yeah 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 of course, of course but also of course dido was the um there's the singer on the eminem album and that was i oh, think I see. The yes. second element of the Marshall Mothers LP, and that was the big song on that. And then, so I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's I, true. I suspect there are a lot of kind of rap fans who bought the Eminem album, who also bought the Dido album, and now are terribly sad about that. <laughs> sort of yeah. embarrassed. And also, those albums were kind of prescribed purchasing at that stage. You're, oh, absolutely. You, you know, your uh, Amazon purchase history very, very similar to my own because you're very looking mainstream. at things like yeah, just mainstream. And I'm criticizing myself here. Unimaginative. You know, just what? Do you know what it is? I think part of it, I wonder if partly the reason for that is that Amazon has always been quite into like massively reducing popular stuff. Yeah. So I think I probably got some slightly less mainstream stuff, but like from shops. Yeah. But that's then true. on Amazon, I was like, oh, I'll get this album for two pounds because they, you know, it's so a we're seeing order. the the tip of the the middle lane here. Yeah. 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 White ladder, David Gray. I was about to say, <laughs> absolutely classic middle middle ground. If you want it, um, bought in uh, crying out loud. <laughs> crying out loud. That's not that's not a... for crying out loud, David. <laughs> what is wrong with you for, for crying out loud? Lyrics that should be partridgeisms. For yeah. just crying that out. whole album's quite partridgey when yeah. you listen back to it. That's great. Cover your heart. Um, yeah, so uh, you bought that for nine ninety nine. Again, you know, we forget now because we look at nine ninety nine for a CD and we're like, what? Mm. But actually, then CDs were still twelve, thirteen, fourteen quid, weren't exactly. they? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And nine ninety nine was probably quite a good deal. Yeah, very nice. White Lad, a very popular album on yeah. Amazon. It's got um, one hundred sixty seven reviews, four and a half stars. It's a great album. But apparently, it doesn't play on some computers. So right. E and P. Yeah. Quite angry about that. <laughs> oh, I had a few still CDs like that that just broke. You know, just didn't work in my la- in my laptop. Mysterious. 
That was often the case. Uh, yeah. There was always that rumour that if you put a CD-ROM in a normal CD player, it would explode. Did you ever hear that? I completely fell for I that one. I don't think it explode, but I certainly heard it, that it would break your computer. That it would, oh, you know, no, I heard full explosion. Right, I heard, okay. yeah. Actually, I went to a different school. Effectively a bomb, yeah, yeah. essentially. Okay. Malcolm says, uh, five stars, this is Grey's best work. Ooh. Truly exceptional. Wow. Okay, so skipping ahead to 2003, August 2003, mm-hmm. um, you spent, oh, shit, you spent 50 quid... On 24 Series 1 and 2, the limited edition box set. Yes, I did. 50 quid. Yes. Where is that limited wow. edition box set now? Do you know now? what? I can't remember. I think I, I've either got it. I've, I've put loads of old DVDs up in the loft, which I've sort of kept on the basis that one day maybe the internet will break and we'll have to go back to watching DVDs. Yeah. But Or I might have sold it. I did. I went through a period about five years ago just getting rid of loads, loads of DVDs. I bet you didn't get 50 quid for it. No, but I, do you know what? I think I got more than you'd expect. I think I got like 20 quid from it, which I was surprised. You know, that's I was like, good. that's quite good, you know. Yeah. Because um, it was genuinely... It was, you know, limited edition. And that, that was the first, um, or certainly one of the first TV shows that I remember being really obsessed with, yes. 24, and watching it week to week. Yes. And then mm. it was that year. So 2002 was when Series 1 was on That's TV. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember watching all of it until August when the last two episodes were. And I was in Edinburgh, doing a show in Edinburgh, staying with somebody who, like... I, I had like a little room in their flat and they used to watch the TV all the time so I couldn't watch the last two episodes of 24 <laughs> oh, and it was like you know if you've seen it you know they're pretty big episodes the last two yeah. so I got really you know sad about that and then I finally worked out how to watch it some other way and then I thought with the second one I'm going to buy the DVDs as soon as I can so I can re-watch everything in peace I was doing the timer then like a countdown to you I wonder what was like... going on over there I saw you clicking and I just thought you were bored I thought you were just clicking to yourself no it's the, t- it's the 24 timer <laughs> I think we forget how like that show was probably revolutionary in terms of uh, it was so addictive week to week yeah. mm. you know and it was it made me genuinely ill <laughs> you know like if you because it, it just it was so intense you know going to bed that night you yeah. just have that kind of flashes images in your head and split screens and stuff stressful well, very tight, stroby very tight fisted on mm. Amazon has given it five stars mm. and written in with two N's <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, and you then could a dash, tense. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm only tense. halfway through season one, but so far I can't put it down. Mate, you've what? got so much to go. <laughs> yeah, when was this review written? Was that near? <laughs> Every, was that recently? 2019. Oh, my wow. God. Every positive comment ever given about this is justified. This is just one of those <laughs> rare occasions when I give five stars. <laughs> Love it. I mean, also, I mean, politically very problematic. It's, fa- it's very Fox and right wing, isn't it? it it's yeah, all, I mean. All I think... of the baddies are of Arabic extraction. Well, no, that's, that's what's really fascinating about. 24 is if is what's one of the weird sort of like coincidences about it is the first episode of 24 went out in America the week of 9-11 oh yeah and there's a there's a scene in it where a plane explodes in the first episode and they oh. cut that scene they sort of re-edited it yes. around it and then because all the all the baddies in the first episode if you remember are Serbian okay. they're like Serbian um, paramilitaries that from his past and f- so it's it's a bit weird the first series now because well, it feels a bit weird watching going why why are they all Serbian because <laughs> because 9-11 hadn't happened and so there wasn't any and then from series 2 onwards it swings really hard to being like yeah. oh it's all about Arabic terrorism and then yeah. it gets a lot more right wing and so series yeah. 1 was the outlier or not the outlier but series 1 was the pre-9-11 yeah, yeah. thing it's kind of interesting you watch it and you go oh it's still slightly Cold War-ish and it's mm. got a little bit it's a bit sort of Eastern European-y and it's a bit about the Balkan wars and all that kind of stuff God, that's a good marker isn't it for yeah. where we how we moved in that two or three year period definitely Phil Holmes gave it four stars. Nice. He said, like the rest of 24, great. But he spelt it G-R-A-T-E. Well, it is. So it will, not sure. It will grate your brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I remember is the ritual of leaving the DVD player, getting the DVD out. Because uh, the, the, the box set 
came in a sort of book like that would fold unfold. Out. Yeah, gatefold. Yeah, gatefold. Nice. Good, good technical term there. And so you'd put the one you'd watched in. You put it away, put it back into the thing, yeah, get the next could, one out. And then if you lived with someone who wasn't like that, they'd put it all in the wrong order and it'd oh, get don't, very don't, intense. Don't, don't. There was one, I remember one um, <laughs> um, box set of, I got off the Sopranos, which I got on one of those video borrowing sites. I can't mm. remember what it's called now. Like the original Netflix kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it, it had double-sided DVDs. Oh. That, but I didn't realise. <laughs> so I, I sent it back twice. <laughs> I sent it back going, you've just sent me like half the half the <laughs> series, I don't understand. And they kept sending it back going, no, no, this is the full series. And then no. eventually after like three goes, I was like, oh, you have to tell me. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, you're listening to My Mate Bought a Toaster with me, Tom Price. That one's Samantha Baines. Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. And the wonderful comic, Matt Green, who is today allowing us to pour through his Amazon purchase history. Very kind of you, Matt. Very kind of hey, you. Hey, no worries. Are you enjoying um, it so far? Do you find it slightly unnerving? It is a bit unnerving, yeah. Yeah, it is a bit strange. Uh, I mean, I sh- could buy anything. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. Just one click. Uh, Sam is one click away from buying the Brabantia laundry bin. F- 50 litres. Brilliant steel. Not just yeah. average steel. This steel is brilliant. Yeah. A bought steel laundry bin. Yeah. December one 2008. Of the Tell best us. things that we ever bought. So. Really? really? It's just lovely. Do you still have it? Yeah. Still got it in the corner of our. Uh, Why steel? It just looks cool. It's kind of quite a big, like, um, laundry bin. And it's got, like, I remember why we got this. It was, we were sharing a, we in a flat in Edinburgh, the Fringe, mm. and we had, like, an awful year. It was a horrible year, very rainy and stuff. But the one thing we enjoyed about that flat was it, and it was a very cold flat and horrible. <laughs> but the one thing was it had this Brabantia steel laundry <laughs> bin. And, and That's the such thing a is, couple's thing yeah. to walk away and go, I did like that bin. I did like I, that bin. Did enjoy the bin. And it's got one of those, it's got a hole in the top where you can sort of throw your clothes into. So right. every night becomes a, a little game of let's get the clothes into the bin. Laundry Olympics. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Gets you through some cold nights. That is great though, isn't it? You always leave, you stay at a cottage or a hotel or something. There's always something where you go, I'll tell you what, those towels are very nice. Mm. Yeah, I like the smell of the, the smell of the towels were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. £62 though, is it Well, that's, Brab- that's what Brabantia do. They yeah. charge a fortune. I think, I think, I think if, if we'd just seen that in the shop, we wouldn't have bought it. It's because we'd lived with it for a month already. We'd sort of fallen in love with it. So um, Lo- Mr. Lawrence says, uh, removable linen bag and good ventilation. Yeah. It is. It hasn't let us down. We've had it for 10 years, so it's not bad. Maybe that could be Matt's yeah. review. Do you think Matt could write a review of that bin? Saying, Do you want to review the bit? Saying, <laughs> we've had it for it's 10 held years. held our relationship <laughs> together for 10 long years. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Uh, this laundry bin has uh, has has underpinned our marriage. Got us, got us through some tough times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I actually write a review? It's absolutely fine. I don't. I'm not worried about my al- algorithm. <laughs> this Although, giving if, it five as soon as you stars. Do, as soon as you do that, my my Facebook you know, will just be covered in adverts for bins. It's so true. It will. Oh my yeah. god, that's so going to happen. The think of what this is going to do to your cookies. <laughs> so um, five stars headline kept us together. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the review? Um. Great fun. <laughs> as uh, as far as far as a, a laundry bin can be fun, mm. kept us together for ten years. Yeah, would highly recommend to any couples. One of the best decades of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Catch me on tour at Matt Green <laughs> for non-bin related chat. <laughs> Wait, great fun as far as laundry bin can be fun. Kept us together over ten long years. Would recommend to all couples. <laughs> Sounds kind of sexy now. Yeah. 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 Brackets. Well, not there sexy. is a hole in the top, so you, you could put your yeah, penis quite, in it. It's quite a big hole. I'm not. I don't well, want to. I don't want to put myself down. But you could get like on, a fist fist in that very comfortably. Well, so maybe yeah. that's what some, well, yeah. some people like that. Been yeah. there, love that. When you put that, been there, love that. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good end. Yeah. Great. There, They're going to put that on the next um, that's a, that's poster. A, great. The bins have posters. <laughs> Is there a bin Edinburgh? <laughs> a, a bindra? Oh, hang on. That doesn't work. Okay. Kisses bin, at the binge. end? No kisses. No, no, <laughs> the Edinburgh binge. <laughs> great. The uh, okay, new Brabantia poster is going to have submitted. that on it. Um, I'll tell you what annoys me about Brabantia. I'm going to get an email about that review at some point. You will, yeah. What, how did I do? Where, how drunk was I that day? <laughs> what I loathe about Brabantia. Have you seen what they do with their bin bags? Oh, they, yeah. They write little quirky, you know, like on Innocent Drinks when they have that really yeah, yeah, annoying yeah. copy on yeah. the side. They write really on the annoying. side of their bin bags. Do I have to read it? No, you do, but this is the thing. On the side of the bin bags, they go, um, caution, evidence of a really cool life inside this bin bag. Oh, so when you put your bins bad. out, you're like, ah, sorry, everyone. Yeah. Just, just buy different bin bags. I think we might do because of that. It's bad. I've never thought I'd be embarrassed by a bin bag, but I do. I'm very conscious of it. My Lots of people like, are. I haven't seen you this angry for a long time. If you Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19, actually. In Series 2, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us... I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there? Would you rather not? Yeah, no, no, no. I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 20th of November, Friends, complete series 1 to 10. £50, yeah. spunked on Friends, and now you can get it on Netflix. I know, but there are so many things that I've bought that that I just um, can't, that I can get on free enough on Netflix now. Yeah. It's, that's Sorry, the thing, isn't it? Mamma Mia. I was a real sort of box set fan for a while. I used to just like, I liked having, you know, I was a bit of a completist. I liked yes! Having, you know, I've got all ten series. I've probably never watched more than like three of those DVDs, but... But I can remember coming to your flat, and I still do now. I go, I look at your books for ages. Yeah, yeah. But now, the, looking at your books and looking at your DVDs, really, what I should be allowed to do is do what I'm doing right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. People well, should I've come this over. for a while. We should be able to like have. I think there should be like a like a projector that you get, which projects your Spotify playlists or your Apple Music or your Amazon, whatever. <coughs> excuse me. On onto the um, 
uh, onto your walls instead. Yeah. And then you could have different settings for like, you know, like family. <laughs> it depends so who's it, coming over. So it puts all of the things that they bought you. Karma yeah. Sutra. No and then like, yeah, the sort <laughs> well, of... Yeah, dates coming back for a first night in your flat. Back, and then it's all the cool jazz that you've got and French That's films. That's genius and, idea. You yeah, should yeah. project your bookshelf onto your actual bookshelf I think and so. improve it. Yeah. My I definitely Spotify think that. would just be Barbara Streisand and 80s right. power. Exactly. And now we know who you are. Exactly. Now we know who you are. Because it used to be, yeah, you used to be able to go around someone's house and go, oh, you are not my kind of person based on their DVDs collection but now you can't do it anymore talking about this really makes me feel how um, unanchored I've become by not being able to see yeah yeah everything's got very you know stuff around me minimalist and you know we've all got like all of our you know everything on our phones and our laptops yeah. and stuff and, and other people can't see it I think that's strange I, I, I do regret that about Kindles that you can't see what other people are reading yeah. when they're on a Kindle maybe because you should both just stop judging people by their book and music taste no, and just interact with them instead I would say this is less about judging people and more about I've always felt like how I define myself is by the, the films and the books and the music right and all those things that I yeah, love yeah. get that's... posters and put them up in your house yeah, but I'm not that's, 14 yeah, year old exactly. that's a bit young, that's you can a bit... put it in a frame you don't have to blue <laughs> oh, yeah, it and then, I, do like, have a, I do have a poster of the West Wing in my uh, why house. would you not oh, the, the West Wing features prominently, prominently. Here. now okay so yeah. here's the new sign as we get rid of all our DVDs and CDs yeah. and stuff what have you held on to for me it's The Sopranos and The Wire cliche o'clock yeah. for you it's The West Wing I'm taking West Wing um, The Shield uh, I've not watched The Shield oh great really good again already I think it's all on Netflix. amazing if it is watch it all amazing okay. really Thank good you. Thank The you. Wire things like that yeah things that I think are classics and that won't it will date, but I, I would potentially want to go back and look at it again. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. I've got Miss Congeniality 1 and 2. Classics. Classics. They're good films. They're good films. I think we we'll used to have that. Away. I think I bought that years ago. This is the thing. We need these. These are the thing. They, they are their markers that tell people who well, we are. I've got DVDs that I bought, you know, 20 years ago and still never watched. But they're on that They're on that shelf. They're they're they, I, might, I might watch them at some point. I mean, I'm definitely never going to watch them. But Let's go to 2009 as we mourn the passing of the analogue age. Yeah. Uh, November 2009, you bought a PC headset and microphone for Skype. Skypey for yeah. Malcolm Chapman. Tell us about this. Well, Malcolm Chapman is my uh, father-in-law, and so I think that was when Skype was just beginning to come in as a thing that we used. And the thing is, there was about two years where all conversations with my parents or you know the in-laws were on Skype, and then I think we've sort of stopped doing it because I think we're all a bit like, oh, it doesn't we don't really like Skype? It's no. a bit strange. And we yeah. got FaceTime. Yeah, well, not even that. I don't really. I just got just called on the phone now. I just think the sort of the weird Skype phone call where no one's quite lit. Everyone's lit yeah. weirdly. Just a lot of chins. Bit, everywhere. Everyone's sort of looking at the corner of the screen and things like that. Yeah. But I think this was when this was before we had decent laptops and stuff. So you know, this was probably when we started desktop computers and we didn't have decent microphones and things. So that was a good way of actually you know making sure that he could actually hear and. Yeah, you know, we put we we FaceTime my mum still because she mm-hmm. likes seeing the kids, and yeah. we put the phone down uh, on the kitchen table, and then we just get on with our evening <laughs> and have dinner, and she just sort of sits so she there, just watches you. Yeah, but yeah. it's really nice because it's uh, it's limitless. You just like, every now and again you're like, you're right there, mother. Yeah, yes, yeah. darling. Did you fight? Yeah, that was in like, like years and years, wasn't it? The in the TV show yes. yeah, where they had sort of a version of that. Senor. I yeah, I like yeah, that. But it's just on the whole time, which I quite like. But you're yeah. right, the the sort of event of all sitting down and gathering around, right? Let's phone in. And I had yeah. a few of those at Christmas where you know you've got relatives abroad, and oh come on, bring the you know. Oh. everyone's in Spain or Australia or something and then it's just like yeah. a weird moment where yeah, the kids don't depending on how old they are the kids don't really want to watch because they're a bit bored and they want to go off and play with their toys and so they're sort of like being held in front of the screen for a bit like say something to your relatives <laughs> and they, I think they're as aware as anyone that it's all a bit false and a bit you know. the, the stress of a, of a family video call yeah. Yeah. that is something I'm definitely there was a great with. modern family where they did that wasn't there where, oh, they, really? where they did it I 
think it was sponsored by by Apple because it was it was all on FaceTime. It was oh. fantastic where it was it just showed them having loads of different FaceTimes with oh, wow. with the members of the. Yeah. You can just see the disdain in everyone's faces. Yeah. Yeah. I like to imagine Malcolm though with this headset just having a little Britney moment. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that happened. I'm sure that happened. I love that your father-in-law is called Malcolm. Mine's yeah. called Ian. He's a classic father-in-law. Good name. father-in-law. Fantastic. Names. Uh, good. Mine is called "I'm divorcing you, so I don't <laughs> have to see you anymore." Oh, oh. listen, really. All right, okay. Let's march on through now, right? Um, we're going to skip on ahead. Loads of books, Matt. I'm just seeing so many books go past. Well, me. I got a Kindle. Uh, in 2010, yeah. 11 sometime, oh, then I, I just see. did the thing that I think you do when you get a Kindle Freebies! All the freebies! All the free books. <laughs> <laughs> so many free classics. Sorry, uh, Charlotte Bronte, whoever yeah. you are. If you're listening, you're getting no royalties for that one. Ditto Elizabeth uh, Gaskell as well. Nothing yeah. coming your so way. So many of those books I've just, on my Kindle, like, oh, I could I could read them at some point. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just happen. absolutely gorging on that. And then you've got Friday Night Lights, the greatest uh, film That's TV show. That's definitely one I've kept all the DVDs off, yeah. Oh, lovely. Look at this. Lovely doorstop. Here we go in 2014. August yes. Yeah. Six ninety nine on a doorstep. That again was a th- I think again I think that might have been Edinburgh or somewhere or maybe a hotel we stayed in once on a holiday where we had these they had these lovely sort of um, yeah uh, sort of shiny doorstops which matched the bin they matched the shiny. Bin. <laughs> I love all these places that you go and stay and then you're just like oh get that doorstop <laughs> yeah. you just yeah. steal them. I can just them. imagine going around your house going, Matt, you've got a trouser press there. Well, yeah, yeah funny yeah. to say that. Funny story, I mean. <laughs> Lovely hotel. Um, Milton Keynes Travel Launch. Oh, look, you've got the Zoom H4N Pro Handy Recorder. £172. Yeah. On your Zoom. Yeah, that is because I thought I might start a podcast. Haven't done it. How's that going? (laughs) Just going to other people's. I wouldn't Um, bother, mate. It's too much work. Too annoying. (laughs) Um, No, it's partly that. And also because I was doing little, um, and I still do some, little video things and stuff on, you know, like filming stuff in the the kitchen, kind of sketches and things. And that was the the recorder everyone suggested. You get like a microphone, and it's really good. The zooms used, are amazing. I have yeah. used it to record like so. I've, there's some. Um, if you go on my website, you can find like videos, and a lot of the videos that uh, I filmed at my own shows are using that as a record, a sound recorder. It's great. Oh, okay. It's really good. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you what you've bought. April 2017. Hello. I love this book. Reacher said nothing. Lee Child and the Making of it's Make a Me by Great Book. Doctor Andy Martin. It's now, a weird book, but I love it. It's so. Explain what this is, please, Matt. So basically, um, Lee Child writes the Jack Reacher books, and I know you're a big fan, aren't you? You're a big. Fan. I think you're a bigger fan than I am. Of I've the... literally got all of them. Yeah, and I've yeah. read. I've read because I am kind of Jack Reacher. That's the thing. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah, six foot six. Mm-hmm. Built what like are you a... reaching for? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, what are you reaching for? <laughs> I just love the books because I think it's I I th- yeah. The, the, so the Jack Reacher books are these kind of like massively. Um, uh, sort of wish fulfillment books, basically about yeah. a, a men want to be him, women want to be with him. Yeah, it's sort of Superman, really. Um, and there's sort of a mix of like Superman and kind of Clint Eastwood, and that kind of like he's just a lone ranger. He goes around town. He doesn't even have a phone. He doesn't, you know, and all these things. And he just like solves problems for people. He sort of doesn't really solve crime. He just kills everybody who's a baddie very he quickly sort of, and easily. Even if there's solves, fourteen of them. Yeah, and then there's incredible fight scenes where they're very detailed fight scenes where he talks about hitting him in the specific part of the solar plexus, which you know, which they're quite. I find them very easy to read. They're very easy to read. They're very and actually they're quite hard to sort of um, copy because I've read a couple of people who tr- you can see that they've been massively influential yeah. and that the other people's stuff is just boring yeah. something about Lee Child's writing is really quite kinetic and it kind of it's really well 
written weirdly yeah. like for a book like that you, it's unexpectedly well written and I met him last year I interviewed him oh really for a, part of a book club podcast which I also do yeah. Magic Book Club podcast see you there yeah. and uh, amazing really interesting guy but he's just this brummy who's oh, really? been in America I okay. he spent loads of time in America over to you Sam Baines for how he would sound <laughs> In America. Yeah, an American sort no, of brummy. But the front cover Yeehaw. of this book does look like a Channel 5 documentary. Yeah. Yes. So, so this book is amazing. basically a, a, a slightly mad sounding American academic who followed Lee Child for a year, I think it was, as he read, as he wrote his new book. Uh, and it basically shows how Lee Child's writing process is really kind of a bit odd and a bit kind of he just sort of starts writing and then first of september he starts using yeah he does a new year. book every year and he's got a very clear pattern of how he does it and he goes into a room oh. and he sort of sits there for three months or something and just but it, it, it's really interesting because i read the book that he's talking about just before i wrote read this book and it's kind of interesting watching it being written and also yeah you sort of you kind of think is this a good way to write a book or not like mm. i feel like I also think Lee Charles' books have got rubbish in the last few years. Like Hush. I really love the early ones, and I think the new ones are quite bad. Yes, and it's and reading this book made me go, "Oh, this is why," because mm. it's, just, it's become a sort of factory process where yeah. he sort of goes, oh, "What happens now?" It's a little bit like that little Britain sketch. Barbara Cartland's parody. And then a thing happens, and then another thing happens, and then another thing. And it's sort of got a little bit like that. Last year was a return to form, though. Oh, really? I've forgotten what it was called. That's really annoying. Uh, uh, the one that came out last year, not Blue Moon, that's this year. Um, Night School, was that? No. Uh, it was a return to form, definitely. Right. Because there are some some of his books I would genuinely recommend to you know anybody as being properly good thrillers, whereas yeah. I think the last three or four have been a bit that. Yeah. There's like a quote on the front from Blue AC. Moon, a Jack Reacher. Blue Blue, Blue Moon was that last year's? 2019. Yeah. Year. Oh no no, what was 2018's? Thanks Sam. Thanks for that. Um, past tense. Past tense is good. Uh, really? I would recommend. I'm not past sure tense. I've read that. Maybe that's the one I haven't read. Okay. It's about the couple who end up staying in a. I haven't read that. Random. I read a lot of bad reviews for it, so I didn't motel. read it. No no no, but... it's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. I like okay. the idea of starting writing on the first of September. It's like the new school year. Mm. It's what he does. He sits down and he completely flies by the seat of his pants. He sits there. He has I no like that. idea what's going to happen. So and he he's... never. Yeah, and he never redrafts. I mean, he does go back and rewrite, but he doesn't do full redrafts. He just sort of starts. Uh, and then keeps rewriting it as he's going, but never goes back and changes it. So I don't plan my books. I write them on my phone on the train. <laughs> don't give it I'm, away. I'm actually very similar with my tweets. Uh, look at this, 4th of June 2018. Hello. Oh, Matt Green. You, oh, no. You're still really deep down. You are a 10-year-old boy. You've bought the Fireblade Ninja, Ninjato <laughs> Carbon Table Tennis Bat. Yes. There you go. You can look at this man. Look at his the list of books that he's bought yeah. and, and high-end DVDs he's consumed. Actually, and Did I buy it because it was called the Ninjago? Yes, I did. You did. Of course you did. You just want to play ping pong, Matt. Yeah. Tell us what this is. Well, this is ping. my this is my table tennis bat, mm-hmm. and um, I play table tennis and badminton with my brother uh, every so often. Uh, every probably for a while we played every week, and then he went off travelling, so I haven't seen him for a bit. But we're playing again next week, first time in a while. Um, <laughs> but 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 is that thing of like we started playing with the table tennis bats you get from the you know from the leisure centre, and they're so rubbish. They're mm. so kind of. And then he, I think we both sort of were like, next week we're going to get our own bats. And then we both went off, I think, and like researched which would be the best one to get. What is thing? <laughs> what is just reasonable to spend on a table tennis bat when you're not a professional player? Thirty pounds is the, is pounds, the I think that is the point where I was like, I can, and I think it might have been reduced from like fifty or something. So I was like, I'm going to get one that's too expensive. <laughs> How is that going to make you better at table tennis? Like it's better so, spin? Totally does. It's all about spin. Yeah, yeah. Really? You can, you, I, yeah, you can. 
I got significantly better playing. Because we used to go and play snooker together at yes. times, which you can imagine, Sam, is quite the uh, quite the willy-waving competition, yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Matt Green playing some like hardcore snooker. Is that how you play yeah. snooker with Yeah, really? that's all you yeah. use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. If you need an extender. It's quite damaging. It's quite... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really was very painful. Um, but I think I, I love a bit of ping pong. soft or hard at the time? What's that, sorry? Your willies. Well... If I'd potted any balls, then they'd be. Yeah, yeah as soon as as soon as as soon as the ball it took went a long in. time. Oh my god, that was it was ridiculous. It'd take us about three hours to play one frame. Yeah. All right, okay. Then we're going to come crashing to the present now. Yeah. Matt Green, yes, a stand-up comedian, a mm-hmm. man who reads books, I do. a man who plays ping pong to a very very low standard, a medium standard. On the tenth of January two thousand and nineteen, you have bought the Pop Step Folding Step Stool nine inches. Listen, Matt, you know, you may not be <laughs> yeah. tall, but you're not that short. Come on, I know. This is to do with our kitchen, where we got, um, you know this because you know me personally, we had a Sounds hor- like it all went very well, the horrifically kitchen. bad kitchen project where, well, I mean, in the end, it all worked well because it was nice and it is good, but it took us just months. It was meant to take three weeks. It took like three or four months uh, and it was very stressful. And basically, there are loads, it's got loads of um, fitted ward, uh, fitted cupboards, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But putting food one, and things in, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But the problem is, some of them are too high. Oh, okay. And, and, <laughs> And well, so, so you, like you standing, you can't actually reach the cupboard handle. I can't reach handle. the top. The top. So no, no, you can reach the handle. We can't reach the top of the so cupboard. You, hang on, do you need a stool to make a cup of tea? Is that what you're telling me? No. <laughs> well, you wouldn't put the tea on the top one. Exactly. You've got we to put, put the some stuff, stuff there that, that we don't use, use very often. I, when I come round your house, um, yeah. When I come round your house next, I'll be like, oh, have you got any? Uh, yeah, lentils yeah. or any sea salt? Hey, lentils please. I use pretty much every day. Veggie mate. But the no, the top shelf is all the you know like wine glasses and stuff I don't use much, and and like herbs and spices that I rarely use but yeah we for a, like we just had a couple of days there going what and that and we bought new chairs and stuff and we don't we thought we don't want to be like standing on the chairs every time so we've got a stool and i've got to say i rarely use it oh there you go rarely, it's the most rarely use it. industrial looking it stool is. as yeah. well turns out it's quite hard to get a good stool I, this is genuinely this we spent several weeks looking for <laughs> stools it's like because there were so many stools that I thought oh, that's quite nice and I looked at it it was like £35 I was like, I'm not going to spend a fortune on a stool so we ended up buying something fake. you can get some good toilet stools because you're meant to put your feet on them mm. we had this on one of our other We've podcasts got one. Got one. have you yeah. got a stool stool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. do you so use a stool stool as well? You could have got a stool stool. Yeah, stool. yeah we, we looked kitchen. at that, but then, they, it, then it looks like a stool stool, and you're like, oh, I know what that. I know what, that, <laughs> I know what that's meant to be for. I just need to get the cumin. Yeah. One sec, I'm having a poo. All right, <laughs> brilliant stuff. Uh, listen, Matt Green, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, on my no worries, it's been What a journey we've been on, man. <laughs> exactly. We started in the '90s with Martin Amos, ended and we've up ended with poo stools. Yeah. <laughs> with poo Slim stools. shady. Yeah. Slim shady. It has been. It's been epic. Thank you so much, and uh, Matt. We can catch you on Twitter and Instagram and all those places, can we? Yes, uh, Matt at Matt Green Comedy or my website is mattgreen.org yeah, go and see him live it's very very funny indeed Samantha Baines we can catch you at uh, Magic Mike at Samantha Baines on, on this podcast yes and my new book Harriet vs. Oh, the Galaxy is soon, is yeah it's available oh, to pre-order on oh, Amazon mention it on the, uh, I'll mention it a few times again yeah, okay Harriet vs. the Galaxy it's about a little girl with a hearing aid like me who fights aliens in space with her grand uh, and it's based on a true story, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming, everyone. Bye. Brian and Roger met at a support meeting for divorced men. 
both are starting again. Hello, Roger. It's Brian. Um, thanks for helping me move in. Both are finding it hard. Hello, Brian. It's Roger. Um, yeah, no problem about um, helping you uh, move in there. One of them is nice. Good morning, Roger. It's Brian. I had that dream again about Carol Kirkwood. Brian and Roger is an addictive and hilarious podcast sitcom from Dan Skinner from Angelos Epithemio and Shooting Stars and Harry Peacock from Toast of London. Great big owl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.